Welcome to Taking the Middle Seat, a podcast where we explore connection where you might not think it exists. I'm your host, Andrea, and I've always believed there is connection to be made when you sit next to someone and really take in their story. So every couple of weeks or so, I'm taking the middle seat. I'm listening in on someone's story because I know that the middle seat holds healing and acceptance and laughter and community if we just stay open and remember that we belong to each other. I hope you'll listen in to each and every episode and that you'll find yourself moving in to hear the magic in the middle seat. On this episode, episode 23, I interview Sarah Jean Anderson. Sarah Jean does so many incredible things. She is a creative entrepreneur in every sense, and I know you will love her spirit and enthusiasm. She is an artist, and I keep thinking I need to have her do a portrait of my dogs, Abby and Charlie, putting that on my to-do list right now, because I love her art so much. It's colorful and it's poppy. It's so cool. She is an event host for all different types of events. Just telling you right now, you should hire her for your event. She's amazing. She is a musician and a burlesque performer. She's a comedian. She's a corgi owner. She's all the things. She also mentors at a place called the Creative Youth Center um, and with Girls Rock Grand Rapids. And you'll hear us talk about both of those things. She talks about all of her endeavors in our interview. But my favorite part of Sarah is that she talks about the space that she has created in the world as the very best space. She looks to elevate the people and the community around her and sees possibility in everyone and everything, including herself. And you'll hear me talk about how I didn't always see all of the possibilities open to me as a young girl. Did you grow up like I did? Like get a study study job and that's it, right? That's kind of what we were told. So I didn't really see all these other options, but Sarah, she saw her own path and has continued to forge a gorgeous story for herself and the groups of people that she works creatively with. I just freaking love her and I know you will too. You'll hear us talk about a million favorite things that she has, groups to follow on social media, links to Sarah Jean's artwork and events, and those are all in a handy dandy format over in the show notes. Go check them out. Find all your new favorite things right in there. It's like a pantry of favorite things all lined up like home canning with a cute label that all matches. And my own pantry doesn't look anything like that, but my show note pantry is on point, you guys. And if you found some gems in the show notes before, show the podcast a little love by rating it on iTunes or leaving a review or even better, post about the social um post about the podcast on social media. Tell all your people why TTMS listeners are the coolest TTMS listeners. You like that? Just shortening, just giving us a name. Taking the middle seat listeners. Love it. TTMS. I would love it so much if you would share it with your people. All right, everybody, buckle up. It is time for my interview with Sarah Jean Anderson. Sarah Jean, thank you for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Let's just start out with a big clap for us. (laughs) Yay! Recording on a rainy day. Yes. Yes. So, thank you for coming. So it's good did, to be here. We did our hair the same way this morning, too. <laughs> was, yours is lovely shade of yellow, though, which I love. And you. And mine is uh, graying. 
That's what I'm going with. Yes. I just dyed my hair. Otherwise, you would see all the grays. Oh, okay. So just we're a, actually just twinners. Just a grisly <laughs> forest of grays. <laughs> Boy, we're <So> old. <laughs> That's what this is going to be about, the whole Could thing. Could we be older? <laughs> <laughs> old ladies. Um, all right. So I um, learned of who you are when my daughter participated in Girls Rock. Yes. And you emceed their final show. And I think anyone who's been around me for five seconds knows what Girls Rock is. Absolutely. Me too. Um, and at the end of that week, they do a little rock concert and you emcee it. And I just thought you were the most hilarious, wonderful person to have in my daughter's Thank life you. and on her radar. Um, and so I thought, you know, I should have her over and talk to Thank her more. Because I Thank also you. know that you do 500,000 other things. I do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my life is, my life is, it's really, my life is really great. <laughs> my life is really great, but it's also, it's, it's tons of gigs. It's a lot yeah. of, it's a lot of little things that create one big uh, body of work. Body of work. <laughs> one big body of work. <laughs> Um, and I love hosting. Hosting is probably my favorite thing to do. Is and it really? Yeah, it is. That surprises me. It is. Me. Because, um, because I love to know what's happening before anybody else does. Yeah. I like to be the one in the room who's yes. like, this is what's going to happen, then that, then that, then that. I know like all about the surprises. I know what everybody's wearing yeah. backstage. Like I love, I love the feeling of of coming out on stage and being like, okay, this is what we're going to do yeah. and you're going to love it. And, yeah. um, I think there's some, I, I don't know, maybe there's, there's some power in that. I think yeah. like, like yeah. I know what you're in for. Right. <laughs> and I find like such pleasure in hosting, in hosting a good event. Yeah. And, um, that's my favorite thing at the moment, at the yeah. moment right now, that's my favorite thing to do. I sort of, I sort of um, go back and forth between um, focusing really hard on visual artwork. Mm -hmm. There'll be days where I, where there'll be um, stretches where I don't have any shows, where I'm just at mm -hmm. home working on this artwork. Um, th there'll be like a month where I'm, I'm always out doing shows. Like mm -hmm. I just, I sort of like go back and forth between all these different types of expression. Yeah. Um, but hosting is always... It's always my That's absolute so cool. favorite. So when you see me yeah. hosting at Girls Rock or or any of these other events, that's me just having like the time of my life. Yes. <laughs> well, you can tell. I mean, Thank you, you just like radiate joy up there. It's so fun. Thank you. And I always try to tell people, even though their kid's not in the Girls Rock thing, they should come to the concert because it's hilarious. And what's awesome is over the years, we've gotten more and more people yes. to come to the concerts um, as just a community event. Like, look at what we do here. Yes. Like, this exists and it's awesome. Yeah. And um, I think slowly over over the years of Girls Rock, it's gotten bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like, more and more people are coming to check it out, and that's yeah. really great. It is. It helps when, like, the world feels it. like it's just burning down. Yeah. Have, like, little kids and, like, unicorn horns and glitter. Exactly! Like, it's a very, rock. it's a very, um, it's a safe, warm, good yes. place, Girls <laughs> yes. Rock is. It and is. it's always, I tell everybody this, and I say this, like, all the time, but it's my favorite week of the entire year. Yeah. Like, it's because me and me and all the all the volunteers who take part in it, um, while we're while we're doing this, we we're so just focused on 
on these girls and teaching teaching them what we know mm -hmm. and um, tr convincing them that they're amazing and powerful and beautiful mm -hmm. and like that's just so that's that's I love it yeah like it feels good and we all feel that during yeah. the week and it's it's just really beautiful good energy and at the end of the week it feels so good for yeah. for what's happened there yeah it's yeah. amazing yeah I love Girls Rock and you and all the other women I have questions about so uh, blah 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 backing up when I was growing up I didn't think that having an adult life like you do like that is just um you know doing art and hosting things and being a comedian and like that was not on the option list of young girls in my you know space um so i'm so curious to know like i assume we're about the same age um, you're mm -hmm. probably much younger. Um, <laughs> I'm 34. Okay, so yes. I'm 40. So you are much younger. Um, Not <laughs> we'll just much. Call it much younger. Not much. Um, but that same kind of general grouping of years that, like, somehow you figured out that, like, I can totally do this. I can make yeah. a life, mm -hmm. and I want that in my daughter's life. So I just <gasps> want to hear yeah. about, like, how that happened? Like, was there other people in your life that like, <clears throat> you're like, oh, I can do that? How I did... think the people in my life who were meant to um, encourage me and to tell me that I'm doing really, really good at certain things, I think mm -hmm. they all did a really good job. My, yeah. Like, my, my mom and my dad saw that art was important to me and that yeah. um, creativity was important to me and that it was something that I wanted, that they could tell that I was, that I loved. Yeah. Um, so they encouraged me and my, my, um, my parents made sure I had art supplies. Yeah. They, they, um, you know, they put my paintings up. They, yes. they, yeah. And I think that encouragement, that encouragement was really important because there was never a time, um, when I was growing up where I was like, where I thought that it was impossible. Yeah. And, um, to this day as a 34 year old woman, I feel like I'm still, I'm still living, you know, the the life that I dreamt of when I was like mm -hmm. 10 years old because mm -hmm. I, I all I knew was that I wanted to be an artist mm -hmm. and that whatever that life was I'll I'll, I'll find it yeah like I'll, I'll make it because that's it. what I want to do and I feel like I had wonderful I had wonderful art teachers I had mm -hmm. um just really supportive adults and mm -hmm. um so I want to be I want to be that adult yes. I want to be that adult in as many as many people's lives as I can yeah yeah because that. because that definitely definitely worked I remember being just being very young like like first grade maybe mm -hmm. um my mom knew that I loved art so she, she would buy me you know like art books Sarah like Sarah this is Van Gogh Sarah mm -hmm. this is Matisse mm -hmm. and that made me feel um that made me feel really special mm -hmm. and yeah and and I want I want more people to to have experienced yes. that. Yeah. And um, I grew up on the northeast side of Grand Rapids in the Forest Hills School District. So did I? Did you do? Yes. No way. Hey. Yes. And um, I always felt that um, I always felt very different from the kids at my school. Yeah. Because we were known as a very very rich, very uh -huh. preppy, affluent, uppity school. Yep. And I had great friends there, and mm -hmm. I had great teachers there, but I felt very out of place. Mm -hmm. I felt 
um, I had a very strong feeling that um, I had a very strong feeling that I wanted to get out of it. Like I yeah. wanted, to, I, I couldn't wait till it was over. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I, it wasn't that I like. I can't wait till this is over and I'm going to leave Grand Rapids. And I'll never see this place again. Yeah. It was more like I want to get out of the get out of this like this rigid <laughs> structure. Yeah. These ex- expectations, um, and create my own world. Yeah. And um, I think that I can, I guess I guess I can't talk too much too much smack about my old school because. They kept me very safe. Yeah. I, I never yeah. saw any, I never saw any fights. Like, yeah. our school was kind of, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't too much drama. Yeah. Of that Did you go kind. to Northern? I went to Northern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, I had Miss Rose. Oh, an art yes. teacher. Oh, my gosh. Miss Rose. That's so crazy. And she yes, recently, she amazing. moved out west, and so now she's a desert rose. Oh, my um, gosh. And uh, Miss Hardig. In uh-huh. middle school, I had her, and she's still around. Mm-hmm. I still call her Miss Hardig. Oh my! God. And she's like, "Sir, my name's Diane." I'm just like, "Okay, Miss Hardig." Okay, I can't. I'll wash my brushes before I go. <laughs> like, um. So I think that the, pe- the people around me did like a wonderful job of, mm-hmm. of being like, "Yeah, this is this is possible." Yeah, this, this is an yeah. option. Yeah. Yes. And then you did you go out into the world and then come back to Grand Rapids, or did you just stay here? I stayed here. Part? Yeah. Um, all I knew was that I wanted I wanted to be done with high school. Yeah. Um, and I had this vague, just a very vague sort of vision of um, <laughs> of what an artist is and does, uh-huh. and why I decided that to me, what an artist is and does is they create beautiful things mm-hmm. where they are every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. And they somehow in their in there somehow make money doing it yes and um and um i had a lot of friends at at northern who were um brilliant artists and writers and they were all getting ready to go to college and Mm -hmm. that was something that i didn't relate to Uh in any in any nothing about college sounded yeah good to me yeah i didn't want to go i didn't want to I, I feel like I went through some motions of like, you know, I brought my portfolio to portfolio day. Like right. I, I, you know, took the tests I was supposed to, but I, inside I was just like, this isn't what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even so, like, how do I narrow down what I, what I want to learn? Like, mm-hmm. um, and, um, once I graduated, I barely graduated. I had a really bad, I was like 1.9 GPA. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I had just a, a big problem with being in school. Like, yes. I think it also is just authority. Just people yep. people telling me where to sit and to be quiet. And um, years of that just made me really resentful of it. And mm-hmm. I wanted to just do my own thing. Yeah. When I graduated, we had an open house. Um, and I put up all my paintings all over the house. Uh-huh. And I sold them. Yes. And um, to my family, to my friends, and my dad's friends, my mom's friends. and. Uh-huh. And that was the most, that was the greatest feeling mm-hmm. to um, to be on the verge of embarking on something that's so uncertain. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm graduated now and I can do whatever I want. And what I want is to be this thing that's so hard to define uh-huh. and explain. Um, but during the open house, when I had, when everybody, everybody I love was there and they're, yeah. and they're saying, like, I'm going, I'm going to give you money for this thing you made. Yes. 
I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Right. Like, this is. is, well, this is what I'll do. I will, I will just, I will paint as much as I can. I will sell as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And that will be wonderful. Yeah. And it sounds very, it sounds very like simple and, um, like there's not very much, that there's not very much to it, but, um, I think it took a lot of work to make, it took a lot of work to make that vague picture um a reality yeah and that my open house was a huge turning point for me it was it was like oh I don't have to go to like (laughs) I found out I found out that oh my god people will buy my work um and so that's what I decided that's what I was going to do that instead of doing what my friends are doing Mm -hmm. um I was just like I will do this now and I will do this here yeah and um and that's what I, I that's, think that's what incredible. I did. Thank because you. I think at that age, many, many, many kids probably want to do something that's not college and probably should do something that's not college. And they there's so much just sort of inertia to, like, this is what everyone's doing, you know, and to yeah. go that direction. I, I felt sort of like just everybody, like, I felt like it was a stampede and everybody yeah. was just, like, running ahead of me to this thing that they yeah. already knew and, like... I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna slowly walk. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna slowly walk to my dream while everybody's like running to yes. this. And and um, and also, I've been very close to my my family. I didn't want to move. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I also just didn't want. I didn't want to leave home yet. Yeah. Um, well, and Grand Rapids is a cool place if you get out of. I've always loved it here. Forest Hills. Yeah. Oh, good <laughs> Not God. The point of whatever. Yeah. But um, you know, you get a little absolutely get a little out of there. Yeah. And then because yeah. it is not. It's much more. Yeah. Vibrant. Forest Hills is not. It's not reflective of what the whole this city is about. Yeah. No, absolutely that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and we were very lucky at that school. We were very lucky for what we had. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially now working with working with nonprofits and working closely with. Um, Grand Rapids Public Schools, like we, yeah. I, I, I had no idea like how how privileged oh, I no. was to be at that school. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about that because you work with, I think you still do this with the Grand Rapids Creative Youth Center. Yeah. Okay. So talk about what you do there. What happens there? The Grand Rapids Creative Youth Center has been open for seven years uh-huh. and it's on the corner of Wealthy and Eastern, and we are a little storefront where um, every day we have after school. Um, uh, creative writing focused programs. Okay. And they're free to Grand Rapids Public Schools kids and also mm-hmm. kids all over Grand Rapids. Um, you just have to register. Um, but what I love about this <clears throat> is that um, growing up in the Forest Hills District, mm-hmm. um, I was, uh, I went to Orchard View Elementary School. Shut your yes. school right now. I love so did my, I. I love my elementary school. Did you love your elementary school? Yes. I Where loved did you Orchard View. We'll get real specific I lived, afterwards. I lived right across the street. I grew up right across the street from from Orchard View. Across from That's across from Orchard pants. View Church. Um, like so right I grew across up on three, three miles. Yeah. We were just further Montreal. down, like past Dean Lake yes. by the post office. Yes. Yes. In the long. Do you house. remember? Do you remember when somebody? Um, um, well, I lived in the neighborhood called Whispering Pines. Yes. I remember when somebody switched the letters and it was Whispering Penis? <laughs> somebody switched two letters. I applaud them. Yeah, that happened. that was. That really happened. Yes. But I went, I, went to, uh, I went to Orchard View and I loved it so much. I loved my teachers. And yes. it was great to be, like, at school and to know, to know like, oh, my mom's 
across the street, wonder what yes. she's doing. Like, I loved that it was so close-knit. So my friends lived all around me. And so that's something that's very important to me is being close to people I love. Yeah. Um, yes. I've always been, I've always had, had them very close, very, very near me. And yeah. I think that's something that also helps to make you feel like you can do anything. Yeah, you can keep is going. Is to just have, have, have tremendous people who you love and who love you around you. Absolutely. Um, at Orchard View... You could earn through, I guess, through good behavior. You could earn the privilege to go to what we called our publishing center. And Uh that was like some tables in the gym um, and a binding machine. Okay. And you could write a story and a teacher would type it up and make it into a little paperback bound book. Yes. Um, You could illustrate it and then you could submit it to the principal. The principal would review it. Like he would write a little little message to you like, oh, and it was, that was the coolest thing that had ever happened to me. Uh Like as as a kid at at Orchard View Elementary, I was like, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. And I never got past how great that felt to, Mm -hmm. to have a story and and then to, and then too, with the help of like other people, like make it come to life and be this thing you can hold. Yeah. Um, that was, I think, something else that became very important to me mm-hmm. is to see that um, that you can create something beautiful that's that wasn't there before. Yeah. But that was really that was really mind blowing to me. Yeah. Um, and um, what Creative Youth Center is is basically it's a it is the publishing center except all grown up and mm-hmm. polished up real nice yes. um, because we have just professional bound books that are illustrated by local artists and like it's it's just this big beautiful local endeavor um, and as a kid having that book made it's just like bound like just like a bound like with a plastic binding yeah. and, and it wasn't that like great quality yeah but it was just the coolest thing and what we do is we 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 take it to the next level and make mm-hmm. it just like this beautiful anthology, and I can't imagine what it would be, what it must be like to be to be a, a kid um, who's been published in these beautiful books. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. because being published in some crappy little book right was the best feeling in the world. Like so, I I can't imagine what these these kids must be so proud of themselves. Yeah. And I love that because I remember how important yeah. and how big that makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I remember we had some. I don't remember the publishing center, but we had something called Young Authors Day or something. Yeah, yes. yes. And I <laughs> wrote a book about a chocolate factory, real similar to Charlie and. Sounds a little so. derivative. <laughs> <laughs> it's like weird. Actually, the title is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and nobody ever said anything. Actually, yeah. They just let it go. Yeah. So the-, <laughs> the Chocolate Factory Two by Andrea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So weird. Um, <laughs> do you remember any of your publishing center? Yeah, tomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was called the Skating Day, and it was a girl <laughs> who goes skating. Um, and and at the end, it was like it was fun. At the end, um, yeah. the Skating Day was a good one. Yeah, and also um, star um, the star of the show. Which was a girl who wanted to sing, uh-huh. and then she goes to breakfast one day, and her mom says, "There's an audition for girls who want to sing." And then at the end, it was like she was so happy. She hugged her mother and said, "I love you, mom. Thank you." And she finally got to sing. The end, like that. <laughs> Amazing. And um, 
I did a, a comedy mm-hmm. show a few years ago where I brought that on stage and I read it. Like, I read it to everybody because uh, I still have it. Like, and my mom kept it. I love that she oh kept it. Oh, my gosh. I um, love it. Yeah. But I feel like uh, part of what I do is taking, the, is taking these things that have always been important to me mm-hmm. and, um, and to just to just continue to expand on yeah. those things like the public like the publishing center and how important that feels yes. and and selling a piece of artwork and how how good that feels and yeah. um and and also just as it was very important as a kid just to be listened to be listened to to be yeah. paid attention to oh my gosh yeah and um for somebody to like laugh at your stupid jokes as a kid like yes and so um i feel like where i was i was the kid before who was who is creating the who is creating the stuff that the adults were were encouraging and now mm-hmm. I want to be the adult encouraging the yes. the kid to like keep going and like you can have any life you want you can yeah. make it yourself mm-hmm. and oh that's I love re- it. and that's really important that's really important to me well, you mentioned adults laughing at your stupid jokes. Yeah, and that is all grown up as well because you're you're a comedian. So talk about with. Um, Funny Girls. Yeah, right? Funny Girls. And are you still with Comedy Coven? Is I am with Comedy Coven, okay. yes. Okay, so talk about your comedy and the ways you do that. <coughs> <coughs> that's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's it. When I was in school, I wasn't, a, I wasn't like a performer in school. I, didn't, uh-huh. I wasn't in like plays or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I always liked to, I always wanted to make my family laugh. Mm-hmm. Whenever we had family gatherings I was the one who's like I'm gonna put on a show you're gonna watch it and um and so I was just always like that I was always that kid uh-huh. I wanted um very much to perform to make everybody around me um laugh and feel good yeah um when I was growing up my parent my parents got divorced and there was like some sad some some like sad things uh-huh. and so I really liked to be something that brought us back to where we were yeah. I, li- I like to be the thing that sort of it just like because I feel like because when people are all laughing they're all the same yeah I really like that that's very comforting mm-hmm. and so I, I always wanted to be the be the the one to bring us back to that uh-huh. to, there's such strength in that laughter mm-hmm. and um I did characters in high school I did characters uh-huh. to make my friends laugh uh-huh. and one of them was Rita Who's a character that talks like that? And I've been doing that character since I was 16. Oh my god! And so that character is 18 years old now, just because I've just been always, always doing it. Yeah. And, um, and that's another, that's another thing that I just, you know, that I started long ago and I'm just, that just keeps evolving into different things. Like, like that, that character is such a part of me. Was Um, there a person? Was there a Rita-esque person that you yeah me and my friends me and my friends were waiting in line to meet the boy band 98 degrees perfect and there rita is a conglomerate of all like the nasty old white ladies who are in line like (laughs) i can't wait to meet nick i just i oh my god i'm gonna pee my pants i can't wait to meet nick and um like the lady behind us like her kids are playing volleyball and they're like throwing the ball and the ball hit me and they all laughed and I was just like this lady is toast <laughs> and so she became she became Rita Got the it. lady who was who was in line with us she became Rita because um I always thought that that was a really good 
<clears throat> um, form of revenge. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. you're gonna let your kids hit me with a volleyball. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make fun of you forever. forever. <laughs> like for twenty forever. years. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And I feel like um, comedy is comedy is another one of comedy is just another uh, to me it's another art form it's mm-hmm. another it's another part of of, of my body of work mm-hmm. um, and I love it very very much yeah. I go through I've gone through phases throughout the years where I've been very into being alone mm-hmm. as a comedian or I'm very into being in a, in a troupe as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I was married for a few years, and during that time, I was really into us, us as a as a couple doing mm-hmm. comedy together, and um, not married anymore. But uh-huh. <laughs> thank God. Um, but so I've gone through different different phases as a comedian, and right now, um, I really love being a member of a troupe uh-huh. of like minded individuals mm-hmm. um, who want to build something here mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, because I found like when you know when you know a lot of talented people, mm-hmm. you find that they leave a lot. They yeah. when you when you yeah yeah you you find that um, sometimes just people people who you you're just like oh thank God you live in the city yeah um because we can't only have cool people in New York and L A like it can't right. only be in New York and L A yeah and when my friends move away I'm always I'm always happy for them I want everybody around me to be happy to be feeling good and to do what they love mm-hmm. but I'm also a little disappointed because like what just why can't we do it here yeah for sure why can't yeah. we, why can't we do it here and um funny girls is uh, I think like half of the, the the women in funny girls are part of the comedy project which is a, a new comedy project <laughs> that's <laughs> weird that's gonna be opening up um <laughs> This fall in Grand Rapids, okay, and that is a a club that's going to be on Leonard. Oh, cool! And it will be just a brand new a brand new venue for comedy in yeah. in Grand Rapids because there's there's um we have a big uh, I'd say a, a bustling scene of scene of comedians. Yeah, we have a lot of um, different options uh-huh. of um, where people can go to to see their comedy, mm-hmm. and okay. I think it's cool that that these girls are building something here yeah. instead instead of taking what they instead of taking what they have and bringing it somewhere else yeah <clears throat> like I, that's it like just keep it yeah like, like, bring it here like you can do it here and I think now we're just getting big enough to support a really thriving absolutely scene yeah and comedy scene yeah and yes. all of those things and there have been lots of times where I've where I've um where I've wanted to you know where I've wanted to move yeah um but I feel like I have a strong, I have a strong feeling that I do whatever I want to do, mm-hmm. and if I haven't gone, if, if I haven't left this place yet, mm-hmm. I must not want to. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. And um, and I know that I know that there will come a day where I where I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say like I'm never leaving here. <laughs> Everybody should stay here. But that's just but that's just really that's just how I feel now is, yeah. is I want to be a part of I want to be a part of a, of a group that um, is building something is building something here yeah. and working on working on something here yeah very um, cool. does funny girls and comedy coven have a different do they 
have different vibes or like is it just kind of the same thing different people we're all friends so that's awesome oh, yeah nice. um comedy cutman is is based in lansing okay and it's me trisha chamberlain and emily Serja. and um just weird just weird weird girls doing weird stuff mm-hmm. in lansing um, we have a lot of this, a lot of the same friends, a lot of the same themes that we like to um, perform um, on. Perform, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and everybody started at around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they mostly started around the around the same time, but yeah, we have sim- we have similar vibes. We talk about um, we'll talk about issues that affect us directly. Obviously, mm-hmm. women women's mm-hmm. women's issues. Um, we also get really. Uh, we can be very vulgar, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is which I love so very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we collaborate together, too, yeah, which is great. Because although I'm I'm part of both both of these groups, and we do you know we have completely different shows. Like mm-hmm. um, whenever we're all together, it's just it's a big it's a big happy big, raucous yeah bunch of fun, and it's very loud. Yeah, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm more into now being a part of an ensemble yeah. um, than being than being solo. I think I was solo for for many years, and like I'm ready to. I'm just burping all over the place. I'm ready to come over to your house and burp yeah. in your kitchen. <laughs> um, uh, I just really I just really enjoy working with working with um, the people that I work with. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And maybe someday I'll go solo again. Like I. Like yeah. who knows? Who knows what happens? Yeah, right? But right now, I love it, and I love I love these girls. Yeah. And we're this this month we're doing um, an all digital content show. We usually uh-huh. put on a regular show every month in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to doing other other gigs in Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. and Comedy Coven does gigs around Lansing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this month we're doing. Ooh, funny girls do fall. So okay. we're, we're gonna go do some fall stuff, and we're gonna, we're gonna take like everybody with us. Like we're, we're Robinettes has been generous enough to give us a free wine tasting, so funny girls gets to go to Robinettes nice. and explore and, and film. Um, and so I would advise anybody. I love it. Thank you. I would advise anybody who's listening to to find funny girls on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. Um, and just follow what we do because we because we've got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, as well as Comedy Coven. Find yeah. us on, on the internet, too. I love it. Because yeah. I have unfortunately not been to a show, but I do follow funny girls on all the things. And that's, that's the thing is that, nice it's, and that, it's that I don't, I'm, I'm really not very good at telling people when things are, mm-hmm. what they are, <laughs> how to get there, how much they cost, why you should go. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Because I would rather just, because I would, I would rather just do it. I'd yeah. rather just do the thing and not tell anybody. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want to do it. Um, cause that's where my joy is, this mm-hmm. is in performing the thing and doing yeah. the thing. It's not in like, let's see how many people I can get to cope with. <laughs> um, how many likes, but since it's regular, like, and people, if people are like, oh, I can't make, I'm just like, come next month. Yeah, like every month, every month until yeah. I, you know, I'm dead. <laughs> like right. every month. Just come. Yes. Yeah. And they can watch <clears throat> stuff online, which is nice. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We do videos yeah. too. And like, I also, I love the funny girls because they, they everybody in Funny Girls has their own thing going too. We all have yeah. different styles. We all have different um, different projects and different and other different gigs. Yeah. And um, and I love that we like we're so different, but we come together and we create this this mm-hmm. this hilarious thing together. Yeah. And so I'd like you to do the corn maze. 
portion. We are around. doing the corn. We are doing the corn maze. Yes. Yes. We are I doing the corn like maze. There's just all sorts of yeah. mayhem that can ensue. Oh my God. Yes. I don't ever, I don't want to do a corn maze ever. Um, no. I just don't. I can't but do I'd the like one. Watch I can't do, do the maze on the damn like placemat at that. No. I can't no. do that maze. No. Like, I'm not going to put my body in a maze and then no. go off. I'm not be able to find mm-hmm. my way out because that's what would happen. Yeah. But we're going to do a lot of fun fall stuff, including the corn maze. So check out Funny Girls Online. Perfect. What am I missing that you do? Because that was my list. Comedy, art, hosting, mentoring. But I'm sure I'm missing something. Uh, I, like to, I make music. I've been, I've been music. Um, making music since 2000, uh, 2004, I think. 2004 or five. Uh-huh. Um, my bandmate and uh, musical partner is named Jan, mm-hmm. and um, we have so much fun together. We have a band called The Fancy Restaurants, oh, and it yes. is he and I with a like really obsolete sequencer um, mm-hmm. that we make little beats on, like ring, 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 and we sing about like snacks and dogs <laughs> and stuff, and. Um, We've been doing that for a long time. Uh, he actually taught me how to play bass. Mm-hmm. He's one of my one of my oldest friends, Jan Griffith Jr. Hey, Jan. Um, he would say hi, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> he taught me how to play the bass, and he um, I joined his rock band mm-hmm. when I, in the early two thousands, and and so he really in, he introduced me to making music. Mm-hmm. And um, we open we play. I'd say we play like once a year. Uh-huh. Like. But we've done it consistently over the years. Right. But like at, at this moment, it's like once a year because uh-huh. he's on the road. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, but we opened the other night for David Liebehart from Tim and Eric. Awesome show, great job. Very cool. And um, that was a really that's a really fun time. That's so and fun. I love that too because I I don't feel in our musical career that we are like <laughs> like I don't feel like. Man, the we gotta, the band the band's gotta do better. We gotta be bigger and better and more amazing. Like I don't feel this like weird pressure. Yeah. Um in our in our music. Yeah. Like it's just like pure it's pure fun yeah. and it's purely it's purely just friendship and positivity. Yeah. <laughs> and um so I love I do love making music too. Yeah. Um we write like a couple of new songs a year. We're yeah. not, we, you know, just Love don't. It. and we have a really good time. That was last week, Very so cool. we'll probably perform again. Like year? Fancy, yeah, Check. that was our once a year. Yes, yeah. So fun, <laughs> fancy, fancy restaurants is the name of us. Um, for the first 13, 12, 12 or thirteen years of our of our group, we were called the Chinese People. Okay, because we had a big concept. Uh-huh. We had like a concept <laughs> where in the future everybody's Chinese. Okay. And this this beautiful this world that we made up. Uh-huh. Um, but when you're just like, hi, we're the Chinese people, and you're just like a couple of white folks, people are like, what's mm. what do you what do you mean? Like <laughs> like what? Okay, what exactly are you doing? Um, like, but no, online concept. I know we'd be like, no, no, wait. There's this whole thing where we're we were pen. Never mind. Right. Never mind. We're just, <laughs> okay. Um, and we played a, we played a show, and somebody was like. You're that racist band. We're like, no, we're not. No. We're not. Um, so we've we've changed our name, and the thing the thing that was consistent the whole time, I think, it was like our on one of our like social media pages, our quote was, 
I wanted us to be called the fancy restaurants because that was what I wanted us to be called. Mm -hmm. And so we finally, after 12 years, we changed it. We had to change. Um, so we've just rebranded. And no, we are not that racist band. <laughs> that was, we had like, we had a concept that we totally never, ever fleshed out. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Fancy restaurants. Yeah. I like it. Oh. Um, all right. So there are some questions that I ask all of my guests. Let's do questions. Um, number one. Yeah. So if people want to create more genuine connection in their life or mm -hmm. seek out a like-minded community or not like-minded community, whatever, um, what are some ways that you feel like would be an excellent way to do that? I like to sort of dive into the environment around me. I like. Yeah. I think that um, the easiest way to make deeper um, connections where you are is to literally do the damn thing yeah. <laughs> and yes. just like. I like to know. I like to know. Um, you know the history of my neighborhood. I want to know my neighbors. I want to know. Um, you know what the business is across the street. Yeah. What my what these people are doing over here. Like I. Um, I'd say just like. Find out as much as you can about what's going on, yeah. like directly around you, and from that, I think you can um, you can easily see what needs what uh, what your environment needs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was I was I've always wanted people to be to be kinder, to mm -hmm. be closer, mm -hmm. to be um, genuine and authentic, yes. and so I try to be that, and I try to apply that mm -hmm. directly to the the places and the people around yes. me. Um, so I think it's important to, um, to contribute something to contribute something to where you are yeah. and to contribute something positive to, yeah. to where you are. Yeah. And so, love yeah. And yeah. You just so, make it better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you want to make connections, mm -hmm. make some connections. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, just do it. Ask mm -hmm. your neighbors how they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be like, yeah. like we, we, we just moved to this new place on the west side. I love the west mm -hmm. side, by the way. Um, and like we have, we have dinner with our neighbors sometimes, mm -hmm. and we, you know, we go to each other's garage sales. Yes. <laughs> just do some, do some, just little things like that. Because if everybody was doing like a little thing like that, like how much better would our world be? Yeah. You know. My God, we need it. Yeah. We need it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we talked a little bit about this, but. Maybe not totally. So if somebody, um, this question too. Um, <laughs> write that down. Thank you. I should hope you're writing this down. Really good notes. I wrote old ladies, question mark, FG online two. Those are all my. Clear. Yeah. Clear. Mm -hmm. um, number two is if someone looked at your long list of the stuff you do or your roles or your titles, you know, um, what would they miss? I think that people would think that, um, I think people would wonder why I'm here. Uh -huh. That's happened, that's happened a lot over the years. Like and in West Michigan. Yeah. 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 Why don't you, why are you here? Yeah. Have you ever thought of moving to Chicago? And that's something that, yeah. um, that at first I'd be like, I'd entertain that. I'd be like, oh yeah, maybe someday, blah. Uh -huh. Um, but now I'm just annoyed by it. Cause yeah. I'm just like. Why are you here? Like, right. like, why does it matter where I'm doing the thing I'm doing? Yes, you know, um, and it's and it's very possible to to um, to create art and comedy and, and and all this stuff and do it somewhere else 
but then come back to Grand Rapids. <laughs> like yes. you can, you can do, you can, you can do these things all over, all over the world. You don't have to live um, in a specifically um, artistic place. You yeah. Can, yeah. You, you make your own artistic place. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that people would think also, so people would think like, why is she doing it in what? Michigan? Why even would you be a stand-up comedian in Michigan? It's the worst. So Dutch. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. Um, I think also people would think I have a lot of money, probably. Yeah. Because like, um, cause this, is, this is how I su- support myself. And then these, these titles like suggest like, oh, like if you're a comedian, that means you must make a big chunk of money doing gigs. For but, sure. but I don't like, I just, I, I, um, I think that I'm, I'm very comfortable. I'm very mm-hmm. comfortable with what I make. And it took quite a while for me to get to a place where I feel like I'm getting a fair, where I'm getting fairly paid. Yeah. Um, That's but it's all tricky. It is, is tricky. tricky. It is. Because it is if tricky. You're kind of your 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 own thing. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are obviously other like female comedians and artists and MCs and whatever. Yeah. But it's not like you're all necessarily getting together and saying, "Now I made this." Yeah. What What are you asking? Yeah. For that like I feel like that would be really hard. Yeah. Um, well, I think like I have I have a lot of friends who um, have similar or in similar lines of work, mm-hmm. um, and we talk very openly about about what we do yeah yes and um and we think about that too we think we think about um um what is what 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 we should all be yeah making not not just like what i want to make right um (laughs) but i like i'm not broke like i i i I make the living that i want that i want to make but um i think that my list of things that I do would suggest, like, oh, she must be on TV. She must be. <laughs> she must be. I don't know why that's like the voice of my fan. They're like, that's a, that's the voice of somebody who likes me. Oh, she must be on TV. She must make so much chunks of money. But no, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. And also, I think that you would think that, like, um, that I'm like, Come to my stuff. Yeah. I do this thing. Yeah. Come to it. But I'm not but I'm not like that either. No. Yeah. You're like, I just do this thing. I just do this thing. If you yeah. wanna come look at it, if you have or to buy hear about it, it. Like, that's all right. <laughs> but if not, that's fine too. Stay home. That's okay. Yeah. Do you are you here's what I would think, and I could be wrong, that you're very outgoing. You're just like outgoing, super like people, people, people. Is that yeah. accurate? I am very I am very outgoing. Um, but then when that's done, yeah, I like to not talk to anybody. <laughs> like peopling over. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Peopling yeah. over. Um, I host um, I host trivia on Mondays at the apartment yeah. lounge, and that's my favorite night of the week so far. Like Monday is always my uh-huh. favorite um, because it's like I I come in there and I'm like let's have a party for two hours and um, and you do it at Maggie's too. Yes. And, and that place is just open. Okay. So we still need we still need to get our teams together for that one. But yes. um that's that's on Michigan, across from the Uber place. Um eight fifty five Michigan is where Maggie's is and that's on Wednesdays. Um I forgot where I was going with this. But I don't know. outgoing, peopling. But yeah, and so so I'm I'm capable of big, huge outgoing bursts, but then when that's done, <laughs> yeah, I'm going home to my boyfriend and my dog to mm-hmm. watch Netflix. Yeah. Like that's my favorite thing yeah gotta recoup that's my favorite thing 
And you have a my dog, my boyfriend, polka. Netflix. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, polka. Um, <laughs> where, what type of space or what type of environment do you feel the most genuinely seen for who you are or heard for, you know, who you actually are? Where do you feel the most you? Oh, well, obviously I feel the most me um, here mm-hmm. in Michigan. Yeah. I love, I love Michigan. I love the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, just all over the Midwest. Yeah. Chicago feels good. Fucking um, Iowa, fe- Iowa um, feels good. Iowa feels great. <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> the Midwest feels so good. Um, I love it. Uh, I also feel very, very at home um, in the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've hosted drag shows. Uh-huh. Um, I used to host Pride. Uh-huh. And I feel that, that community is just so, so very welcoming. And yeah. I've always felt wonderful there. Yeah. And I still do. It's, yeah. it's a community where you you can go away for a couple of years and come back and they still remember you. And yeah. Um, so much support in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say I'm very at home. Yeah. I'm very at home with, with them. Well, any like group that's marginalized and they, they know what it feels like to be accepted. So Absolutely. they're really good yeah. at making people feel accepted. Yeah. You know, cause they've, yeah, walked the walk. Yes. Um, all right. Last one. Favorite things. Okay. My favorite things. <laughs> um, oh, my favorite things are the Simpsons. I have really? a Simpsons tattoo. It says, it's Grandpa Simpson. It says, give me a slice. Perfect. It's from season seven, episode 14. Okay. I love the Simpsons. I love um, my boyfriend and my dog. Uh-huh. My boyfriend's name is Josh. Got it. He was the um, he's one of the co-founders of Dog Story Theater. And we met. Really? Um, yeah. I have yes. a friend that does a lot of theater there with the University Wits. Yeah. JJ. Yeah. Linky. Yes, absolutely. Yes. JJ's wonderful. Yes. yes. And I met JJ when I was doing, um, when I was hosting drag shows. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love our community. Yes. I love oh. our community. <laughs> yeah. That's how your fan would sing it. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah loves her community. She must have a lot of money. Uh, uh, my boyfriend Josh, we've, we met um, doing burlesque. Um, oh, we didn't talk about burlesque. Yeah, that's talk, a, that's another that's another. Talk briefly about burlesque. It doesn't even have to be burlesque. Briefly. Have been, burlesque has been a part of my life is. since I think two thousand five. I think people um, don't even know what that means. Oh, just they're just, like just is the, it strip the, shows? The, art of, the art of striptease and and, a, and a, um, just body satire, big over the top, gorgeous stage dancing, singing jokes. All wrapped up. But that's that's another community that I feel very comfortable in. Uh-huh. It's very, um, but I've known that community for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I was in a I was in super happy fun time for eight years. Um, I quit in 2013 to uh-huh. do some more comedy stuff. Um, but I host Shimmy Shack Burlesque, uh-huh. which is going into our ninth year. My gosh. We've been doing that for nine years. And that's so cool. Say burlesque is one of my favorite things. Absolutely, that was yes. that's another that's another just wonderful thing. I love that. My boyfriend, my dog Polka, who's a corgi. She's six years old. Oh, um, love my dog. I love my dog's smell. I love sure. the smell of my dog's mm-hmm. breath. Mm-hmm. Like, love my dog. Does she do any weird things or funny things or she hates she, like? she hates squirrels okay. and she hates bikes. When kids ride by on bikes, <laughs> sure. she like she wants to kill those children when they ride by on bikes. <laughs> I just saw um, 
the movie Mother. Have you seen Mother Mm-mm. with Jennifer Lawrence? That's scary. I loved that movie. Um, I just saw that the other night. It was so unsettling. Is it scary? Um, I was I was unsettled. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that movie is really great. I love that movie right now. Got it. I love the weather today. Uh-huh. I love that it's cold and I won't feel bad about being inside all day. Yes. Um, I love the Thriller Chiller Film Festival, which is a horror film festival um, uh-huh. that's put on in Grand Rapids by Shirley and Anthony Griffin. Uh-huh. And they award um, local and regional um, horror filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And I, I paint their trophies. So I just painted... I just so painted cool. other their, their skulls and the lights, the eyes light up. And oh so those, yes! So those I did are, see, I saw the picture that yeah, yeah. Those are awarded to That's filmmakers, cool. and so I love I love that that is something that exists. Um, cool. Lots of favorite things. Indian food. I love. Yeah. What's I've your had, favorite local Indian place? Oh, I love Palace of India. Uh-huh. Um, Curry Kitchen. Uh huh. And um, my favorite is chicken, I love some sag. I love chicken sag. <laughs> And um, yeah, I like strong flavors. As mm-hmm. as I get older, I'm really enjoying strong, stronger flavors, mm-hmm. like horse rat, horse and fucking really spicy curries. Uh-huh. The taste buds are going. Down. I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and I love coffee. Love it all. And I love cider. I love Vandermill cider. Uh huh. I'm just doing plugs all over the place. I just want to be like, yeah, post on all the. Links. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> West Michigan. I love um, I love um, my girl Vivacious Miss Audacious. Um, we do a lot of stuff together, and uh-huh. she inspires me so much. Uh-huh. I love, um, as I said, Funny Girls. I love my best friend March Rose Kane, who lives in Minneapolis, and I just went to see her. And I love podcasts very yes. much. I listen to a bunch of true crime podcasts. What's um, your favorite? Yes! Because it's so unsettling. Oh, it's real unsettling. Very. Yeah, that's not the, the beginner. It's the most unsettling. It's the most unsettling. Yeah. There's been a couple, because I can it's I can weirdly handle a lot of really awful true crime. Yeah. But, but there's been a couple on there, and I'm like, nope, I cannot. There's been I a couple where I make, I make a face when I'm listening to it, like, <laughs> and at the end I feel that I've been making this face yes. forever. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I love, I yeah. love to be to be frightened yeah. and unsettled. I think they went in a cannibal direction and I was like, that there's the line. Yeah. There's my line. Yes. I just found it. Oh, I think I know what you're talking yep. about. Uh-huh. I think I know it's what you're talking about. It's not good. It wasn't okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I might have to listen to it again in this little yes. bit. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. I, and one more thing I love. And one more thing I love is I love West I love the West Side too. Yes. I love I love my neighborhood and where I live. So those that are not in Grand Rapids, the West Side is like the up and coming, cool kids. All the things are it's happening. It's where all the Polish people are. All the Polish people. It's a very people. old historic part of Grand Rapids, yeah. too. Yes. Um, a lot of really great divey bars where you can feel very at home. Yeah. Or at least I do. And feel I, at home in a divey place. Yeah. You know? I just made our reservation at the, what's the Christmassy one that's over there that does a big Christmas thing? Oh! Oh! What? I don't know. You don't. It's. I think it's on the west side. What's it called? The song. I, I don't know. I'll have to figure it Bronner's out. Bronner's Christmas it. Wonderland. <laughs> Denson Frank and Muth, Andrea. Oops. That's yeah. in Frank and Muth. The Branners. Yeah. Yeah. They have Christmas all year long. Hell yes. Mm. Oh, 
What a dream. Oh, I mean. <laughs> right? Don't we all want to experience that? Every day of the year. Yes. Yes. Well, Sarah Jean, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the podcast. It was a hoot and a half. Thank you. This is wonderful. I love to um, to uh, get up and talk about myself. Yes. <laughs> Come to find out, lots of people do. That's what the whole yes. podcast is built on. Thank you so, so much for having me. It's so fun. Yeah. Thank you. her more. I had so much fun interviewing Sarah Jean. I love her creativity and her humor and her stories about growing up in Grand Rapids, like almost exactly where I grew up in Grand Rapids. I love how she loves her family and her place in the world so much. I think so many people want to be anywhere but where they actually are. Sarah Jean wants to stay planted right here, right in West Michigan, right in her corner of the world and make this place the very best place. I think Sarah Jean is exactly who we need in our midst, encouraging kids to do amazing things, encouraging the rest of us adult types to get, you know, out of our box a little bit, let loose, laugh, support each other, try new things. I said at the beginning, and I'll say it again, please go follow all of Sarah Jean's adventures, and those are all linked in the show notes. I think I'm actually going to get this episode up today, which is November 5th. That means tomorrow is voting day. Please go vote, because if your life doesn't depend on it, lots of other people's lives do. I talked about this on a little Facebook video I did where I happen to be wearing giant glasses, but I'll say it again here. Think about the people and ideas you are voting for. Those are the things that will motivate you to get out and vote. My list is long, but for starters, I'm voting for women. I'm voting for Native women and Black women and Latina women. I'm voting for the transgender community as well as the whole LGBTQ community. I'm voting for my kids and kids that aren't my kids. I'm voting for marginalized groups. I'm voting for the environment and for people being able to have clean water and health care. And when I think about these things and so many more that are on my list, I couldn't be more motivated to vote. So I'll be at the voting booth tomorrow. I hope you will too. And I'll be back really soon with another episode of Taking the Middle Seat.